hepatitis A. Hepatitis A. Hepatitis? Yeah, what? They, they found hepatitis A at the second restaurant. I can't remember what the first one was. Somewhere downtown. But the second one was at the Red Robin at Park Center. Somebody got pop or uh, somebody got popped. They got For a fight with the thug? Yeah, yeah. No, they, uh... Hey! Didn't even see you there, listener. Oh, hey, we were on the side of the road talking shit. Yeah, my name's Daniel. John. Red Robin had a hepatitis A. Oh, okay. Well, it's a business that, <laughs> that rhymes with Red Robin. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, somebody had hepatitis A now. Everybody's freaking out. So, welcome to our side of the road. Um, if this sounds a little bit weird, I'm like making love to the mic. Ooh. Um, I found another computer and I'm trying it out. I don't know if you remember, listeners, we used to use voice meter in Windows to combine two microphone inputs. And then my Windows machine died and so I was using Linux for a little bit. But I found another Windows machine and it seems yeah, to be working okay. Wait a minute. But now you don't have your big contraption thing that you made. Oh, wait. What? Switch that minus 10 off. That way? There you go. Now okay. I can hear you a little better. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, well, I mean, now the mic can hear you a little better. Oh. Uh, we got to, like, make love to these mics. Yeah. Oh, okay. Even closer. Set this thing. So I'm sitting up here, leaning forward against this <laughs> thing like I mean it. Don't All right, worry. listeners. Oh yeah, what, what happened to your? Um, sometimes in life. But what happened to your Ghostbusters metal carrier case? You're running along on the road, and you just got to take a break on the side of the road. You can join us. We're gonna be right here on the side of the road for the next little bit. Just jawjacking, talking about nothing. Jaw-jacking. Talking about whatever, except religion Dude, and politics. I do so. not have enough Vaseline to jawjack. So, Johnny, what? It's been some pretty interesting weather recently. Yeah. Very. This is. I'm looking forward to this ruby squirt. red squirt. I got me one too. With a cup of coffee. So. But. Yeah, I was. That big giant contraption, it yeah. stills okay. It runs. Uh-huh. But Linux is not as user friendly oh. when it comes to combining I mean, you multiple just, audio inputs. I mean, you can just swap that one out, or were you trying that, trying this one first, and then you're going to put it back on your. I just hate to see your contraption go to waste. Oh, saying. it's not going to go to waste. And I want. I want That's like, like a garage computer. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, you could have, um, you know, like, what's that one man band guy? With the the owl wings and the you can have a tambourine on the side and, a drum <laughs> and you can add all kinds of stuff to it. So Johnny, I got two things to talk about. Okay. One of them, I totally forgot what it was. Holy good lord! Oh, okay. One of them. Uh-huh. A couple uh, weeks ago. I thought you were really winding up to be I like, applied. I am having a baby. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> well, I had some weird Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you know those jumping beans? Those aren't just beans in those things. <laughs> so, a couple weeks ago, I applied for a job. Oh, yeah? Because where I currently work is not the most stable 
give you good, warm, fuzzy feelings kind of place to work at. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. So I applied at a place. Neat. Um, you know that uh, Lineman College on uh, Meridian? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I applied there. You son of a bitch. So this asshole cannot just go into the military. He has to learn Chinese and go into the military. Effort can't just go get another job. He has to go, man, you're doing it right. CWI and all these people should have you as a representative on all their commercials. Hold on. Well, let me finish my story here. So I applied. <laughs> and the job posting was for a receiving coordinator. Oh, okay. So, they would just, so the job posting made it sound like they just wanted someone to coordinate some receiving. Okay. But it wasn't nearly that simple. Oh. So do you know what ERP software is? Uh -huh. ERP stands for Enterprise Resource Planning. Oh, ERP that's ERP software you know. is a gigantic software package that runs inventory and planning, okay. purchasing, finance, accounting, all that stuff. Like SAP? Yeah. Mm. SAP is a type of mm. ERP software for that large businesses. Um, Oracle NetSuite is for smaller to medium-sized businesses. Okay. Well, only recently did this one place on Meridian decide that they needed to get with the times and start using ERP software. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, we got a bunch of stuff that we need to put into an inventory. We need someone who knows how to receive stuff into inventory. And they don't just have one warehouse. They have a shed here and a slightly larger shed with a roll-up door here and an awning overhanging some stuff over there. They've got minimum three sure, different places where they're storing stuff. Okay. And they just want someone to come in and magically put it all into an inventory <sighs> system. Hold on. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I can do this. This, yeah. this is a bigger thing than what was advertised, but I can do this. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, we also wanted someone with experience with inventory and shipping, too. And I'm thinking, so you don't want a receiving coordinator. You, you want, want a material center yeah, coordinator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I can do I this. Can do I, I've sure. done all that, you know. So I, uh, I applied, and they brought me in for one interview. And I had a good little interview. Uh -huh. They were asking me questions. Some of them were very job-specific questions. Some of them were not. The position they were hiring for, they didn't even have the software running yet when I first interviewed with them. Okay. They're like, well, we've seen some beta testing on it. We've done a little bit of testing on it, but yeah, we're not running it yet. And I'm like, well, okay, well, they're like, well, do you have any questions? And I'm like, yeah, I have a bunch of questions, but you can't answer them because you're not using the software uh, yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so anyway. After a little bit, they call me in for a second interview, what they call a working interview. So what they call a working interview, they advertised it as you come in and you work an eight-hour day in the position that you're applying for mm -hmm. so that we can see how well you work and you can see if you really want this job. Mm -hmm. And we pay you for it. You fill out W-9 and everything for this one-day work. And I'm like, okay, so I go in, but then I'm thinking... How am I supposed to do this job that you don't even have the software running for yet? And you don't have a material center facility yet. You don't have any of the hardware, software. You don't have anyone to, for me to shadow. Nothing. Yeah. So do you know what I did? 
I spent eight hours taking a little tour and then doing a PowerPoint. They were like, well, for your working interview, we want you to do a presentation on um, what you would do with the position. Like, here's a handout with six questions. What would you do about this? What would you do about that? And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll put together a PowerPoint. So I put together a pretty slick PowerPoint. They wanted a copy when I was done. And I, you know, present, I've taken the effective presentations class and I, you know, I put together this snazzy PowerPoint and I'm presenting, you know, not reading off the PowerPoint, standing there and looking at the people, did everything awesome. They thought it was the greatest thing since buttered bread. And then they were asking me, this other HR lady was asking me about it, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I thought I was actually going to be doing the job instead of doing a PowerPoint. Mm -hmm. She was like, yeah, we understand, blah, blah, blah. So they were like, well, this was the middle of last month. They're like, well, we have three working interviews. You're one of them. So our third working interview is going to be the beginning of August. After they will have already implemented the system. They don't know what they're doing. And they're going to hire a person that they hope will know what they're doing. For a system that they've only barely looked at a little bit. So anyway. Well, this whole entire week went by. Didn't hear from them until yesterday. Yesterday, they called me back. They were like, okay. Um, it was down to you and one other guy. And we decided to go with that one other guy because he has more shipping experience. And I'm thinking, I told you I've done years of shipping. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know what? Just you advertised for a receiving coordinator and you wanted someone with more shipping experience than me? Do you know what? Whatever, whoever you yeah, get, yeah. good on you. Yeah, I yeah. hope they work out for you. Yeah. So, I did not get that job. Yeah. How much did it pay, by the way? It would have started out at slightly less than what I'm making now. Okay. Depending on experience, the OE. Oh, okay. So, it, I probably would have started out pretty close to where I am now. And then gone up. Yeah. And it was only a third the gas money and travel. Oof. It's only seven miles instead of 20 miles. Yeah. Be so, good. but it was business casual. And I'm like, I've gone close to 20 years with t-shirt and jeans. I don't know if I can do business casual. It's tough. <laughs> it sucks. You feel like the dumbest monkey. And you're just sitting there behind. I was at a desk. I'm looking around, they're like, well, in case it's the people come. Dude, you deal with other people once a month, twice a month, or something. Yeah. Yeah. You deal with truckers and everything else most of the time. It's like, God, shut your face. It's so <laughs> stupid. When you get out and you get in a position like me, like I was just telling Daniel, I don't have to find jack shit right now because, um, well, nothing career wise. Yeah. I can be whatever I want to be because I just was telling them my job was done. What I was supposed to have a career for is for family and kids. Yeah. Well, I, in the house. And I got kids the house. gone. Yeah. House is fine. Yeah. So now I don't need a career. I can just do something fun. And I don't mind. You can join the gig economy. That's what people are talking about these days. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was saying. I, I'm, I'm thinking about like just hustling here and there, like um, working a job here and then whenever I need extra money, do something. I, I don't want to be under a thumb yeah. anymore. It's once you get far enough away from it, you realize 
like how bad it really is. Just go corn topping. They don't even check your citizenship. Go what? Wait, was that political? Sorry. Oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, the but uh, I was just like, dude, I don't have to do jack, so I'm finding fun places. I'm I'm gonna find. I mean, if I have to, that whatever, is a fact, but... by the way. That's not an opinion. Many farmers employ people without checking their citizenship. Oh yeah. Period. Yeah. No opinion therein. Yeah. The, anyway. Uh. So where was I? So, I did not get that job oh, yeah. that I applied for. Yeah. So, I'm still working at that same place. Hopefully, cool. hopefully I can drive that job into the ground, and hopefully it stays there forever. Hopefully. We'll see. Yeah. There's a lot of people with really high hopes at that place, and there's a lot of people with absolutely no hopes in that place. So, yeah. you pick and choose what dark humor you want to go with. Yeah. You know? Well, and I, t- I told Brian, I said, I, I told him I'd go back. I... I don't mind the company per se, but I'm not coming back the same way. I'm a totally different person now. Like, it's like, it's either this or yeah. something fun. This, there's no other two choices. I'm not you going. You want to do something hilarious? Huh. After all those layoffs, mm-hmm. after all those voluntary retirement packages, mm-hmm. they finally realized, oh, hey, I guess that staff has been cut too short. We're getting two temps next week. Are you kidding me? We're getting two temps next week. That's crazy. To replace the two people who decided to jump ship. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> no, I would never come back as a temp. I'd, I'd have to come back. That's why, I, you know, it's like, it's one. But I, I said it was a shot, a, a million shot to me going back to that group where yeah. I left with. Which you guys are like, what the hell? I left a pretty good job that I could have muscled through but I just didn't I really it just did not work out it was a corporate job to one that I Johnny's really liked no you look no at our Facebook page facebook.com slash side of the road Idaho Johnny's not a corporate guy no no and I don't I can pull it off if I absolutely need to no. but oh it's, it was bad <laughs> and then and then once like I said once my kid was raised I instantly started when I was looking for jobs started going back into like oh my gosh I need to I need to, uh, you know, get back into a career. And I'm like, no, I can work at Albertsons. Yeah. My, Carrie, uh, she has a good job. And I'm like, that covers the house payment. I just need to cover everything else. So it's like. Yeah. Go to work at the Arctic Circle with those. Well, I don't know. Teenagers they always hire. Yeah, all right. You ever notice I don't that know the if small I go that town level. burger joints always hire the high school girls? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I was thinking like. I, I don't mind working up into something, but uh-huh. like I was thinking about like Bymars just down the street, oh, yeah. you know, something like that. I'm like, because instantly you start getting to where, and then I got to thinking about everybody, and you're like, everybody who has a career has kids. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't have kids anymore, and I was stressing me out. Like, hey, no, I'm not so if, stressed out. Go see if that Kuna machine shop is hiring. Every I'd love time to I do go that. by that place. I was saying, man, that might be interesting. That would to be work cool. There with all those machines making stuff out of metal. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, and I, I'm about this close, listeners. You can't see my fingers, but I'm about this close to taking my son in there and going, "Can you please right. give him a f- unpaid apprenticeship?" Because my son wants to run his own machine shop. Oh wow! When he's older. Like he's. Why does the audio look all weird? Hold on, I gotta pause that. Okay, how's that now? Yeah, that was Good. weird. Scratch your mic. Hold on. 
mic's working. Okay. So anyway. Hmm. La. La. Okay. Okay, we're back. Um, <laughs> Had to yeah, tune up the my, old vocal cords. My son is going into high school, and he they have all these different career paths. Right. And he wants to run his own machine shop later in life. So he's taking the um, business management career path and the manufacturing career path. Oh, yeah, yeah. Together. That's cool. So... Good no, deal. Okay, Johnny, I want to get to topic number two. Okay. I know that you listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and I haven't forever. Yeah, but I um, do. I do. I was I, – I listened to all up until seven or 800. They're on 1,000, and then it's like yeah. I just fell off of So it. last month – no, two months ago in June, Joe Rogan had on two guys. Okay. Interviewed two guys. Okay. A guy named Bob Lazar and a guy named Jeremy Corbell. Okay. Okay. And I recognize both. Ring a bell? They do, but I don't Because I messaged know you about this. Oh, is that the... And I posted Oh, 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 oh yeah, Facebook. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so, I do. This is... Go yeah, with me This here. is... Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So go with me here, okay? No, I'm in, dude. I'm in. Bob Lazar had a unique experience. Bob Lazar! Bob Lazar, Bob Lazar. There you go. He had a unique experience in life. Uh Uh-huh. And a lot of people have misunderstood him. Okay. So, he was working for um, a lab. What was the name of that? I had all these details in my mind. Shit. A company. He was working for a laboratory company. That we would all know. Yeah, Yeah. I could just look it up myself. But anyway... Um, he was working for this company, and he's just kind of a weirdo, like you and me, but a different kind of weirdo. He takes his Honda Uh and puts a rocket engine on his Honda, goes 200 miles an hour. Oh, yeah. Because it sounded fun. Yeah. Well, then, the Air Force contacts him. Uh-huh. I'm look him up. Bob Lazar. So the Air Force contacts him and says, Hey, um, uh, looks to me like you know a little thing about propulsion. What do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, uh, yeah, I got a rocket on my car. And? They're like, well, we have a, a job that we might want you to take a look at for us, since you know something about propulsion. That's like... When, uh, that's like when Norman Osborn says to Peter, I'm something of a scientist myself. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Science. Oh, you're a scientist. I'm a scientist also. Let's go do science. Yeah, yeah. So, um. Up the butt. Yeah. Right. Um. That's my contribution. So he was working, and then, let's see. Uh, uh, it doesn't talk about it. So he was working at this um, laboratory, and he gets a job working for the government. Mm-hmm. The government that took his baby. Now, he mentioned Area 51, and the media took off with that. Okay? Okay. So, the, the facility that sits on the dry Groom Lake bed, the dry lake yeah, bed uh-huh. of Groom Lake, uh-huh. is one small facility oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. of that whole huge testing range. Yeah, yeah. 
He, Bob Lazar always said that he was working at a facility 17 miles south of okay. Boom Lake okay. that he called S4. Okay. Still nothing out there? There's something out there. There's a small landing strip. There's a couple of shops. Oh, no, 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 no. You no, no. I, I mean, in general, general, there's south, nothing. Southwest. I was just giving them a picture. Oh, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. nothing out in these deserts. Yeah, if you've ever there. drove by, you drive by these little neighborhoods and you go, oh, there's sheds. And you're like, wait. People live in these. Uh, this is a town, I guess. So, that's weird again. Anyway, so first of all, um, aliens. Everyone took off with the Area 51 idea. Okay. And never looked back. Okay. That's not where Bob Lazar said he was. Right. He said he was working at a facility 17 miles south of Green mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now. Bob Lazar's story involves extraterrestrial technology, right? No. It involves technology that modern humans are unfamiliar with. That doesn't mean it's extraterrestrial. Sure. So they brought him in on something. They're like, hey, can you help us figure this thing out? It's a propulsion device. Okay. So he was working there. A day here, three days there. A week here, two days there, off and on at weird hours, weird times, okay? Because the military does not want you to get into a routine when you're a sensitive person. When you're a person with sensitive sensitive responsibilities, they don't want you to get into a routine because they don't want foreign intelligence operatives... To figure out your routine. Exactly. So, he's working on technology that boggles the mind. And he's not really interested in where it came from. He's not really interested in whether it's extraterrestrial or not. He's interested in that just because it's awesome technology. And he resents the government for keeping it quiet. So he starts telling his friends, and they stop calling him to work. So he gets a hold of a journalist in Nevada named George Knapp. And George Knapp puts a story on the news. All of a sudden... All of Bob Lazar's friends start getting followed, wiretapped, or audited by the IRS. Um, just creepy stuff. And his wife thinks that he's cheating on him because he can't tell her what's going on because it's like top, top, top secret stuff. All right. Stuff like that. So his his life's getting ruined. Okay. So he just wants to tell people, hey, this is what happened to me. I'm Bob Lazar. This is what happened to me. And this is what the government is hiding. Yeah. He takes no money from it. Jeremy Corbell did a documentary. It's on Netflix right now. And all the money that would normally go to Bob Lazar for participating in making this documentary, he just donates it to scientific organizations. Smart. Okay. He doesn't take a dime for his story. He has never written a book about his story. Okay. Okay. He's not doing it for the attention. It's like pulling teeth. Just to sit down with him. He hates attention. He hates people. He doesn't want to talk to anyone. So he's not doing it for attention. That was another thing about human nature is you can tell a liar. They love, they want to tell you their stories. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the empty can makes the most noise. You can tell the real operators from the fakes. When you go to a gun store, the real operators don't say a thing. They wear normal clothes. They don't tell you about the experience. Right. The different experiences they've had. Right. The fakes and tactical Timmies, 
will make up all sorts of stuff to try and impress you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, in listening to this interview that um, Joe Rogan had with him, there were two different kinds of information. Okay. Bob's own personal experiences and the information that was given to him by other people. Based on how Bob behaves and what he has said and how he has been as a human being, I trust that he believes he's telling the truth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything to mm-hmm. the T. Right. However, if I tell you, Johnny, that my son fell down and broke his leg, then you tell your neighbor, oh, yeah, my buddy said that his son fell out and broke his leg. You think you're telling the truth. When I told you something that was straight up wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Bob Lazar mentioned something that is not uncommon with the military. That When they have people that are not... Why is the waveform acting weird? Stupid microphones. Yeah, I'm going back to Linux after this. Uh-huh. Um, they give you the information you're supposed to work on. Uh-huh. And sometimes they give you a little bit extra. To see if you'll run with it. And they give little different people different extras so that when information gets leaked, they know where the leak came from. Oh my god, dude. Okay, okay. So no shit. As a, side, as a side note, that's what I did in Micron. I told people certain stories so then if... Somebody ran to somebody. I knew exactly who talked to who. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah. buddy was running his own email server for a while. Yeah. And when you run your own email server, you can give someone any email address you want. Just make it up off the top of your head. When an email comes into that address, you can set up the server to dump all email sent to any address at all on your domain <laughs> into one mailbox. So whenever he had to sign up for something using an email address, uh-huh. he would use that site's own name. So, for example, he started getting spam sent to his Adobe at whatever.com, uh-huh. and he knew that Adobe had sold his email address to spammers. Oh, that's smart. So, anyway. So, Bob Lazar made specific mention of he wanted some information to help him analyze this propulsion device, and he was told... You don't need to know that. It's need to know only. However, he was also constantly given briefings that included a lot of details that he didn't need to know when studying a propulsion device. Uh Okay? I think the briefings were full of disinformation. For example, one of the briefings mentioned that the aliens were from the star system called Zeta Reticuli. It's in the southern hemisphere. Okay? That is completely meaningless and irrelevant irrelevant to yeah, his yeah, job. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so, the only thing missing was them comically covering their mouth after they said it and going, yeah. whoops, shouldn't have told you that. They also... Keep that under your hat, cowboy. Also, they were also like, okay, we need you to figure out how this works and what it's made of. We have no idea. And even Bob Lazar was like, we couldn't figure out what this stuff was made of. But the briefings mentioned it's element 115. In the 80s, Element 115 had not been synthesized or discovered. It was only theorized to exist because 115 protons have to exist somehow, right? 
So they're like, it's uh, element um, 115. So Bob honestly thought that this propulsion device uses a kind of cyclotron that beams energy at element 115, a stable isotope of element 115, to generate an anti-gravity field. Mm -hmm. Because he said specifically, when you turned on this device, it had a kind of repulsion effect where you couldn't put your, you couldn't touch it because really? the closer you got your hand to it, the harder it would push away, kind of like two magnets. Yeah, yeah. So I realized you cannot trust a single thing that Bob read out of his briefings. No, or what was told to him. Or what was told to him by his coworker Barry. Yeah. Okay. You can trust. What he saw. What he saw with his own eyes, what he felt with his own hands, what he did himself. Yeah. So that means the only thing we know for sure is there is some technology that the government found that doesn't that they're not releasing. Yeah. Because they don't understand how it works. Yeah. There is no indication that it came from outside our solar system. No, no. And that's the one thing We've that people this, forget. Like This Earth has been around for over 4 billion years. Yeah. There could have been a civilization that got buried in molten lava that we haven't found them yet. Yeah. They could have been in four and a half billion years. Yeah. Or, I mean, we could now, have, another country could have came know, out with it. We know more about what's out in space. Whoops. My bad. I forgot to silence my phone. Yeah. We know more about what's out in space than we do in our own oceans. Yeah. That's than, we saying, do, yeah. than we know about what's underneath the crust of the planet. Okay. Yeah. So, for them to say, "Oh, well, they're extraterrestrial," right? Where's the evidence? Yeah, That's the great Fermi paradox. There's absolutely zero. Come on, computer. There you go. Uh, not just, not just intelligent life. Yeah. There's no evidence of any life. Yeah, yeah. None. Yeah. Outside of Earth. Right. Oh no. Yeah. And so, if there's no evidence of life outside of Earth, mm -hmm. that's the perfect, hey, look over there. Because people are going to keep looking over there. Oh, yeah, yeah, Instead of where they got it from. Because oh, yeah. Bob Lazar, now, he mentioned that the things that he was working on uh -huh. seemed incredibly old. But part of that was information he gleaned from his co-worker who mentioned that one of the crafts was found in an archaeological dig. Oh. Okay. So take that with a grain of salt. But if someone keeps telling you, hey, look over there, and you mm. can clearly see over there that there's nothing All over right. there, why do you keep looking over there? Yeah. Now, they're like, oh, well, so they're... In the whatever Vortrox, Vortrax, whatever star system, it's, right. it's 12 light years away. Hold on. The laws of physics, as we understand it, with all of our knowledge, okay, you start reading about gravity and about fermions and stuff like that, with all of our knowledge, mm -hmm. so far... There's still zero ability to travel faster than the speed of light because of how space-time is, okay? It is impossible to travel 
to even the closest star system, Proxima Centauri, it's only like four light years away. It's impossible to travel there in four years. It takes like a hundred years or two hundred years, something like that, because mm. you can't get close to the speed of light. They were like, oh, well, the UFOs are using some sort of weird gravitational propulsion. Gravity travels at the speed of light. You oh, cannot oh yeah. travel faster than the speed of light with something that cannot travel faster than the speed of light. The what was the You can't Stephen Hawking said if there's aliens out there, we don't want to meet them. They'll be so advanced that yeah. they will literally but just I'm use us for there's food. Nobody out there. <laughs> yeah. You listen to the End of the World podcast by Josh Clark, I think it is. Uh. And he talks about the great wall or the great um Oh, I forgot what it was called. But it's essentially, because there's no evidence of life out there, mm-hmm. we are either right before this great extermination, mm-hmm. or we are the only ones in the universe who have passed this great wall of extermination. Right. Either way, there's nobody else out there. And what's weird is the, like, what is it? We're traveling at like 235,000 miles an hour or 65,000 miles an hour or whatever. Just a spinning ball through yeah. infinite space. Now, the, no, I love the, only, thing, the only thing that drives me freaking nuts about this is you look at any other planet. Mm-hmm. There is not one element that would keep us alive on any of those planets. Like that, what, what was that one that they said was... A new planet they found, and now they're just numbering them. It's 900 SX something. And they said it looked just like our mountain oh, ranges and everything, but they go, the mountain ranges are not mountains, they're actually um, uh, icebergs of sorts, and the water is not water, it's yeah. liquid nitrogen. Like lakes of liquid like nitrogen. Titan, yeah. Titan. Saturn's yeah. moon. Yeah. It's a little bit bigger than our moon, mm-hmm. so it's a little smaller than Earth. Yeah, and they landed a probe. The I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, like Huygens or something uh-huh. like that. Huygens probe. Uh-huh. They landed a probe on Saturn's moon Titan and uh-huh. videoed it, and it looks like mountains and dirt and lakes. It's like water. Uh, did you see when they did that on Venus too? Not Venus. I and Jupiter was when. When they shot that one in, I do believe they, they fell landed through? something on Venus. I Venus, think it like a, maybe it was Venus. Viking. Maybe they were saying that the Don't next one. If I'm wrong, Just that was cool too. And it looks like hell. Like it starts falling through, and there's like a lightning and. Like, you yeah. look at it, and you're like, it's just dust, circles, lightning, like, the worst hell you could ever, and yet nothing's identifiable. You, like, look through there. But then I'm like, that's the problem. Yeah, Venus is hotter than Mercury. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, what On always surface, boggles my mind is everybody thinks in these, like, life as we know it. Well, shit, man, there might be something that lives in liquid nitrogen somewhere else, but our minds can't even wrap around it. We were probably looking right at the aliens while the freaking probe was landing. We couldn't even see it because we can't get our minds. What's funny is the the limitations we see on Earth. This is This is like Holmes and Watson on the movie was so damn funny because they're talking about how the girl's like, uh, he goes, oh, uh, are you... 
you you're studying women's hysteria and she goes yes we find out that bloodletting lets out enough demons sometimes my clients live as long as a week and he goes there's nothing else in medical science that needs to be known like and i'm like that's exactly what we say and i go think of a planet think of all the fucking chaos that's going on in the world right now fireballs shooting all over we're like if we stopped abruptly everybody would just implode and explode nobody would even know what hit it that's how yeah. volatile we are yeah we are very but somehow we can develop creatures. a phone we can develop all this shit I, it just boggles my yeah. mind and then i'm just like so we can't even we can't even comprehend what dinosaurs were like we can't even think of what that world would be like we can't my even my name think. is george yeah <laughs> we can't gary it's we, not dinosaurs gary they say our grandfathers are stronger than uh, our parents and us. That's because of oxygen levels. So oxygen levels have gone down. We're running off of like 13%. They said our great-grandparents -gra our great were running off at 28%. That's why they said they were actually stronger. Hey, yeah. Older generation screwing us again. Fucking older generation. <laughs> so what we need to do is yeah. kill all the old people. No. <laughs> no. So you think about all that stuff. I'm like, and then we sit there with a goddamn computer in our hand, eating a Krispy Kreme, taking a shit, and then going like, yep, I don't know, <laughs> all these things come together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it is amazing. I don't know what so, this whole trip is, but The Matrix seems so much... Uh, it is so much simpler that even scientists are like... When you have you heard the Matrix theory where we're just plugged in? Yeah. And they're just like yeah. everything's set up. I tried up. taking off my headset and there's nothing there. See? So. But I think it's <laughs> gonna be something else. Like the, it's gonna be like well no, because we know people lost oh shit. I don't know. But it's it's weird. Like this is bizarre that we even exist. So my point was I believe Bob Lazar. Yeah. I do, too. When he's talking about his own personal experiences. But when Bob Lazar says, I was here, I did this, and so-and-so told me this, or I read this in a briefing, I have to stop and go, no, 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 I don't accept that. I'll consider it, but I don't accept it. Right. It's, it's um, uncorroborated. Like, it, right. it cannot be verified, okay? Yeah. So, I do believe that the government yeah. is holding... Technology from us because Fuck they yeah. don't understand it. But now, where did it come from? Now, they don't understand it, and they're afraid of everyone getting upset at them. You know, because once yeah. they go, okay, yeah, we have it, then everyone's going to be like, "Hey, you've been no. lying to us." You know where they? You know where they fucked up? Here's where they fucked up. When you go to Roswell, if these guys weren't so damn stupid. You take it clear back to Roswell. Something happened, right? We don't know what it is, okay? But as a government, you go in and you say, you say, God dang it. Um, okay, this didn't happen. You don't have to be honest, but stick with the first story. Yeah. They ended up, I don't know if you guys know this, but they ended up making these mannequin people. Stories, yeah. And they were made of wood. And they said they like still were tacky from them making these wooden. Yeah. And they're like, and dude, get this. 
Story number, yeah, exactly. Okay, don't yeah. touch this part of the alien. <coughs> Why are you guys coughing? <coughs> no reason. Don't, don't touch this part of yeah. the alien. It's yeah. Oh, you just rubbed his wet. eye out. I mean, it's the alien. Still wet. I mean, so, so they go, oh, well, what it was was we were testing for the military and there were these two dummies. Story number two. They could have went with it. Instead, they went, no, we just made it. <laughs> totally admitted to it and I'm like then they came out and said it was a weather balloon at the end of everything but oh my gosh yeah so uh, crazy so, but don't do that but I don't think that it's extraterrestrial oh I was gonna ask you because there's zero evidence that there's any life out there I don't think it's extraterrestrial I think dude okay okay but think old, about this and I think that there was a previous advanced civilization here here on earth okay I think life evolved more than we are now a long time ago. So you're going with the Joe Rogan. And these spaceships are the only things that have survived. That would make sense. Because have you seen, what's that, uh, the the motor that they said was, they found it's like millions of years old. I don't know. And they found it, oh shit. So far, well, okay, yeah, there's a lot of things that they've found in archaeological digs. Ancient motor. Are you uh, talking about the Antikythera mechanism? That could be it. That sounds No, so that was just a... a this is like a gear and uh Yeah, the Antikythera mechanism had a bunch of gears for calculating planet position. This, yeah, this wasn't that, though. And it was like a freak. Uh, I'll, I'll, get, I'll, get that, I'll get that. I'll get that back. I'll get. Yeah. Well, no. What ha- what's happening is he's taking the Joe Rogan theory of the out the dumb no, people. Joe my theory. <laughs> the dumb people outscrewed the smart people. Uh, okay, that could have happened. Who knows? It might have been just a natural cataclysm that. Wiped out. Went out with the dinosaurs? Because we've had like seven different mass extinctions in the history of the planet. Archaeological yeah, yeah, yeah. shows that. Well, it could have been that one of those extinctions wiped out some pretty smart aliens, too. But they weren't aliens. They were terrestrials, but they weren't humans. See Dude. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I totally get it. See, so, but I'm also saying that... Okay, here, here's I'm a small theory. There is this strange technology. Hmm? But I don't think they're aliens. I think they're just earthlings who lived here before we did. Oh, yeah, cool. Okay. I'm, I'm with that. Because I don't, like, they talk about, well, dude, the pyramid thing got really explained, like, through the everything freaking wall. Everything in the Ancient Aliens episode of the History Channel thing, mm. that's all garbage. That's all baloney. No, no, okay. no, no. No, no, Ancient Aliens, no. No, 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 I... I mean, I love that what dude, I'm but no, is, no, 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 yeah, no, no. What I'm saying is, so far, the only thing that has ever, ever convinced me of an intelligent race of sentient oh, beings yeah. before humans yeah. is these UFOs and yeah. secret technology. Oh, no, no, so I wasn't saying that. Else, like wood car or uh, stone carvings and yeah. pyramids and all that garbage, humans can totally do that. That's, what, that's nothing, what I was saying. Nothing there, about that. I said, not, even, even Stonehenge... Um, I guess they got, like, they were talking about how these rocks could have been, blah, blah, blah. And some guy was like, no. And he goes, if you take this ancient mechanism and this ancient mechanism and you put these two together, he's like, you could roll this thing with 
two guys yeah. like and go forever. So yeah. the in case if you guys are wondering, yeah, no, no, no. I'm with you. I don't think there's aliens necessarily, but I do get puzzled why we're so damn advanced. Like, what is why why science should say with everything i mean science dictates that we should live by mm-hmm. the way the planets are aligned and everything right now okay fine um we should i just think it should be some kind of chaos not a s- storm in kansas once in a while that wipes some trailer park not a thunderstorm not- it should be more chaotic than what it is why is it so simple so you're why saying are we right now over the past why could we? A couple of eons. Has yeah, been it's just really, been really so way too, system. way too quiet. In, in celestially speaking. Yeah, everything right. else is in utter spitting fiery chaos, yeah. and we're the ones who are throwing a fit because because uh, our internet connection slow. Yeah, or yeah. Did you ever listen to that end of the world podcast? No, or no. It's only ten episodes. And each one, after each episode, you're going to, it will rock your world. You're going to be like, we are screwed. Oh, yeah. We are screwed. There's like eight different ways that our entire civilization could be not. Oh, yeah. That he talks about. Oh, yeah. And it's happened so many times. It's come so close. Like plagues. eh, We we got a pretty good hold on that. But like natural disasters, when, when everybody's kind of being flippant about the, and myself included, of shit, man. We're, we're Americans about like how the weather's going and everything. What what you're talking about is exactly. I mean, and we're doing it to ourselves, and it's nothing we can stop. They're like, well, we can stop doing pollution. Well, yeah, it'll help, but it's just the population just is. You could be as green as you want. The Earth is just taking a beating, and everything's changing, and. Just like any good planet, if it decides to, it'll shut its ass off. Yeah. Like the have you seen, have you read about the magnetic field? Yeah. The mm-hmm. Earth's magnetic yeah. field is shooting across yeah. the North Pole. Yeah, oh yeah. Like faster than it has in yeah. thousands of years. They're like the worst, the least thing you have to worry about is the oceans melting. They're like that's yeah. the last thing that'll get your ass. Yeah, I was reading about the magnetic pole. So it doesn't go North is up here and south is down no, here, tilted. and then it swaps. It doesn't do that. No. It's like it's like you stick a spoon in the Kool-Aid that you're mixing up, right? You dump in the powder and mm-hmm. the sugar and the water, and you stir it one way, and then try to make it stir the other way. There's some chaos and a yeah. transition oh, yeah. in between going one way and the other way. Yeah. Same thing. When the North Pole and the South Pole decide to flip, it's not that they both decide to flip. It's that they become blotchy and there's north here and here and here there's more than one north pole and more yeah. than one south pole and it's blotchy and weak yeah and then it solidifies again with the south up here and north down here yeah, yeah. during that weak transition time our earth gets pelted with solar radiation yeah oh yeah, yeah. it will completely destroy so much infrastructure Satellites will be fried. Yeah. Power grid will be fried. Oh, now, yeah. It probably won't hurt small electronic devices because we have a lot of atmosphere to go through, and there will be some magnetic field, right. but it's going to wreak havoc with the satellites and with our power grids at a minimum. 
It's going to be crazy, and yeah. it's due anytime. Yeah. Uh, and what was but that? The thing is, it's going to take like a hundred to a thousand years, anywhere between a hundred years and a thousand years, to complete the transition. So it could start today, and we wouldn't know it because yesterday right. and today look the same. There was something that knocked the world off its axis. An explosion or something I just read about. Was it a volcanic oh. eruption or something? Yeah, I was listening to. And I was I like, listened to so many destruction podcasts. And I was like, dude, Podcast that wasn't big. It was like an David earthquake or a, or a volcano. And it knocked the world off its axis by like, not a huge amount, but yeah. like a measurable amount. And you're like, that's how volatile we are? Yeah. It blows its butthole and all of a sudden we're off our axis? Yeah. The Chinese built that uh, Three Gorges Dam. Oh, that too. And all of the sudden, within months, there was so much water in one spot, it actually affected the, the Earth's rotation. Rotation, yeah, that Thanks, too. Thanks, Chinese. Golly, you smartasses. Chicoms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. They kill you if you try to look up the Tiananmen Square Massacre on the internet. And they wreck the Earth's rotation. Like bubbles. So, but they make cool electronic stuff. Unhappy news. I have enjoyed my time off. I'm coming close to having to get a job, but we're also not in a hurry. But I decided I'm going to be a big boy. <laughs> you said but. And, yeah, I know. And I'm going to do fun stuff. So there's a whole bunch of stuff. Like I was at our local record uh, record exchange. I, I'll give them a plug. And... I don't know if I want to work there. I was going to get an app, but then I was like, eh. You would have to changed. start wearing a flannel. Well, you know what's kind of changed is it's, they used to have. Or a neck or a turtleneck. Yeah, yeah. There's tons of vinyl because that's what's selling right now, but you can't find the CDs and stuff. And I know, God, I know we all download shit, but that was a, our last record store. So I thought, oh, surely they'll start. You know, but it's, I don't know. It, it's its almost like watching the last phone booth get cracked by a rock or oh, something. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I guess we're not doing those anymore. The, the last blockbuster. And yeah, Ohio yeah. That's kind of what it feels like. It but literally, I don't have to make my, I mean, we're going to, I don't know. But anyway, so on my adventures, I have some places I went to that I'm very pleasantly surprised Ooh. with. Let me tell you one thing, Nampa. You guys are killing it restaurant-wise. They have the best restaurants in Nampa. I don't care if it's Texas Roadhouse. I don't care if it's Golden Corral. I don't know what bet they made with the devil, but everything's great, and I'm happy they did it. We have went to Texas Roadhouse three or four times. I have literally had the best steaks I've ever had in my life. I walked into a Texas Roadhouse once, and there was so many peanut shells on the floor. I was like, I'm not doing this. Oh, oh, they don't really do that too much anymore. Um, In the lobby, you do it, but not too much. That one on Fairview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I I had, dude, I I had this this sirloin. I know it's a gimmick, but... Yeah. No, it's it's not so much... This is disgusting. Go to the one in... But Carrie doesn't like it either. And that's why we weren't going. But they don't do it so much anymore. I mean, people still do it, but as much as you get shit on the floor, not like, not crazy. Best steak. I I thought they gave me the wrong steak. I thought I I paid for, uh, um, like, 
a medallion or, or not a medallion. What was that one? I can't remember. It's like this prime steak. It was just a sirloin. One of the best steaks. I, I cut it with a fork. I don't know anything about steak, so... Well, oh, it's I'll great. I'll take your word for it. Um, the Chinese, uh, the shitty buffet, that's what we call it, because it's funny. Uh, city buffet, freaking great down there. Huh. Um, really clean, really nice. I eat frozen chicken patties, so... I know. I just microwave them. I don't even put them in the toaster oven or the regular oven. See? So, he likes... I got, so, he likes tripe, chicken I tripe. no... Oh, okay. oh. I got no culinary expertise. Also, white rice. Guys, if this goes out, Brooks are back at Ross. I only say that because Brooks are running running shoes, and these are like $100 running shoes, and they have them for 30 bucks. Wow. So, Ross, Brooks, get you down there some. And they, I shouldn't be saying this because. There's a dude named Ross Brooks. Listeners, if there's a Ross Brooks listening to us, um, give us a call, send us a message on Facebook, and uh, we want to hear from you. So my wife, (laughs) she works like crazy, and we didn't get to see each other the time we've had off, but the time we've had lately has been awesome. So when I brought up Rec Exchange, I got me a new bracelet. Now, shiny. see what it is? They're uh, little red skulls. Yeah, isn't that cool? Yeah. So I put bracelets on her. Well, where do you find people uh, that little? Um, aliens. We yep. just had that conversation. So yep, they're aliens. I have bracelets. Not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. I have bracelets. I have one for my Is son. Friendship bracelets? Yeah. Well, I get them <laughs> at the fair. The the. the I, I think they're Navajos, I think, oh, okay. make them. And uh, that one's for my son because he has a fly rod that he made that's those colors. And then uh-huh. this is Carrie because it's fall and it did have a dream catcher. Oh, okay. And I've had these on for like two, three years. But it helps me when I'm running. If I get discouraged, I can grab them for oh, some dumb cool. reason, like voodoo. But guess what this is for? What? Old Master. And Oh, because he clocked you in the nose. And, and made me bleed. No. Uh, the eyebrow. I, I remember that. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> so, I I had. Have you ever seen John Wick? I'm familiar with it. Okay. There's no spaceships or no no or... no. But they kill his dog. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and then he kind of goes okay. Because, and he's already kind of on a killing spree, killing him anyways. But the dog was an additive. Well, when I got this, I wanted it no matter what. And I was like, dude, that's so badass. And it's it, if you saw it on me, you'd think, what's that fool got that dumb bracelet on for? But when you look close, they're like little skulls, like little, almost look like sugar skulls, kind of. But um, I thought somebody killed my dog. That's so John Wickish. I don't know if, I can't remember if he did that, but I for some reason I wanted and I was like, and so I started giggling at the stand, and Carrie goes, because I'll make stories up in my head. Like, yeah. Uh, by the time you leave, you've got a whole entire plot. Oh my god! And I'm giggling out the thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So and and I I made sure uh, there was a couple. There's a couple. Yeah. And then I go, how does this really work in real life? Do I kill a guy, put the bead on, the cop comes over, knocks the bead off, he you never sees a bead it in his nose. Yeah, in he, his nostril. He never. That's I'm gonna. I was and like, they'll call but, you. But I wouldn't have figured that out. I would have been like all jumpy. So I would have just put the bead on his shirt, and then they would have never saw the bead. And I'm like. 
damn it, I gotta kill another guy so he can see yeah. where the beat is. Stick it in the nose, yeah. and then we'll call you, like, the nostril killer or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and he... <sighs> That's so funny. Yeah. And they'll be like, we don't know how he picks them. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. What'll happen... Get it, folks? Second time. a nose-picking joke. Sec- second time, I put it in the nose. I'm like, cool. And I go running off. And then his last gasp breath, he goes... <gasps> and it breathes up in his nose. And I'm like, damn it! Damn it, they're never going to see this damn bean! I gotta kill another guy! <laughs> they're just like laughing. Why'd you do that? Yeah. Now we gotta wait for you to poop it out. Yeah, Jesus. And they're not gonna, they're not gonna look at his poop. They're just gonna... Try. Okay, I gotta kill another guy. So we kill another guy, and then I put the bead on, and they find the bead, and they go, what the hell's this bead? And then they just throw They're it like, behind him. They're like, this is a weird-looking booger. Yeah, and then they just <laughs> throw it behind him. <laughs> How am I supposed to make it? <laughs> this is never going to work. Oh, good times. Oh, God, that was funny. Hey, listeners, um, just real quick, I'm sorry if the audio goes weird sometimes. <gasps> Um, oh, every once in a while, something happens, and I have to wiggle the mouse so that it'll fix itself. So another place. So we went to Cuna Days, and oh, that was yeah. We went and saw the parade, and then we went home because we had stuff to do. Uh, Cuna Days is you walk through in five minutes. I just eat because there's good food. It's oh, I'd love to go through there and look at all the stuff, and buy a couple of cheap trinkets, and buy some food. I'd love to, but. Oh. Had junk to do. Oh, I did. Not a whole lot of. Oh, she she won't know. Right I don't think either, unless she listens to this. But everybody, keep your mouth shut. So my niece turned sweet sixteen. We gave her money, but oh god, dang it! We gave her money, but I was like, damn it. So, well, well, I actually got this out there. Don't show the mic. Oh god! <laughs> hey, that's pretty. Yeah, right. So yeah, I that's her, pretty. I got her a little something extra just because. That's cool. Real nice, real the listeners nice. Listeners are like, I want to see it. I know, real nice <laughs> Hispanic guy. Super nice. And I thought he was like, he kind of was like, eh. and I'm like, dude, I just want to know how much it is. Don't, you know, don't try to give me a good deal or whatever. Yeah. Just, you know, he's like, oh, yeah. We're I, not I haggling here. You say it. Oh, no, no. I, I didn't want him to haggle. I, yeah. I was like, oh, no, come on, dude. It's I do this oh, I once a year. I so bad. So I'm in Peru years ago. Oh, but you have to, right? You have to down there. And I see, they expect it. But you got to be good at it. They, I see this, uh, it's like, uh, it's <laughs> you like, say it's your not price and poke him in the eye and go, I'll poke you again. <laughs> uh, it's not, I think it's Vicuña or Llama. Anyway, it's a hand knitted sweater. Okay, like a I know a which one you're talking about. Button-up sweater with a hood on it. Yeah, and I they've got it listed for like twenty-five bucks. Okay. Well, in Peru, it's twenty-five souls. Uh-huh. S-O-L. Jesus, they're serious, don't they? Soul. It means sun. Before their money was yeah. called a soul, it was called an inti, which is Quechua for sun. But anyway, it's listed for twenty-five. And I mentioned to my buddy, you could probably get it for twenty. And the lady understood a little bit of English, and she was like, yeah, yeah, 20. And my friend, he had visited other countries before. It's like, you asshole. And he goes, 15. Or no, he goes, 10. She's like, 10? And I'm like, holy cow, dude. He's like, 10. And she was like, 20? Mm, He's like, 10. She's like, 
16. He's like, okay. Ah! And I'm like, holy cow. I don't know how to haggle. You do. Uh, see, I'm bad about it because... Because I'm afraid of saying a number that's so low that it's offensive. Well, you know, and that's like selling stuff. Like, I look at what it's worth. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit what you can modify it to. I don't care if it's classic. I don't care. I look up what it's worth, and I, I know what I paid for it, and then I figure out a price from there. Yeah. Every time. It's like, you, you totally... I totally got a good deal off you. Like, when I sold my Jeep. I don't care. That's what it was worth. Like, whoa, but this could be modified. I didn't modify it. Like, you know, like, I didn't do anything. Those are more expenses. Yeah, yeah. I was like, just take it. Don't tell me about it. It's 9 o'clock, Johnny. No, it's not. It's 10 o'clock. This clock, the computer clock is off. I was going to tell you one more thing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Cunidase. That's what I, just before we go. Big props. I think it's, it's called Urban Smoke. It's a barbecue truck. Dude, it's beyond a barbecue truck. We had their barbecue tacos, and they were awesome. Carrie is pretty picky on a lot of stuff. Dude, she is craving those tacos. So kudos to that truck, and spread the word. All right. Awesome. Cool. Well, listeners, it's been fun here on the side of the road, but we ran out of stuff to say, and i got to get home. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess... We'll call it. Okay. Johnny looks all 10 years younger because he shaved. Oh, yeah. I need to shave, too. I need a haircut, too. um, Two bits. Talking about something weird real quick about, you know, we talk about anxiety and depression and stuff like that. So I went through a big bout of uh, anxiety. I didn't talk much about it because the recording helps me, and I definitely don't want to talk about it while we're recording. So, uh... And I do. You guys know that I'm honest about it. But I went through bad, 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 bad. How I know I'm okay is I can shave and not freak out. I get the worst, um, uh, what do you call that, body dysmorphia. Oh, yeah. That it, like, I shaved one time and I literally went into such a bad anxiety attack. It took me, like, two days to go to work. And, and it, but my wife's like, I don't know what you're doing. You look not that different. Like, she's, yeah. I mean, uh, and I've been keeping a goatee, so it wasn't that big a deal. But, like, if I go from a beard or whatever, and oh, my God, I would go through so bad. If I can look at myself in the mirror and be like, okay, well, I'm fine. That's how I know everything's fine. But I get, like, it is weird. Like, I'll explain what I'm seeing to like carry or something and she's like i don't know what you're talking about like huh. you're totally like that's weird buzzing out yeah yeah it's totally weird uh i used to have it i think uh like now i'm not too bad i'm like 170 i really don't care about my weight i mean i watch it because i can't i don't really get I care heavy about your weight I know. I'm watching you. Yeah, Every yeah, time yeah. You step on the scale. I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah. You so can't hear me. But, yeah. Uh, I try I, to be really quiet in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And he goes one at a time, please. No, do that. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm about six one, and uh, I'm between. I can roll between about 153 when I'm really running hard to so jealous about like 175, and then after that I start, I start. Uh, 
unless it's muscle, it starts got to out fatigue of the 170s. me. Seventies. I'm down yeah. to like one sixty-eight. Yeah, yeah. So it feels comfortable for me. I want to get down to one sixty. Yeah. See, my when I weightlifted, my body really liked one ninety, but it did not like one ninety muscle. It would just tear the muscle up and go straight to my stomach, and then I'd have this damn gut that would not go away. So I watch it for that for that reasons and stuff. But um, where the hell was I going with that? <laughs> uh, not watch body dysmorphia. Oh, so I was really thin, uh-huh. and I got teased a lot about being thin, you know. And uh, it was definitely like I didn't. I always had a girlfriend and all that, but you could tell the girls were into the guy. I was nice and funny. That's how I got away with shit. Like, yeah, but, a uh, lot of dudes that aren't that attractive get some pretty hot girls yeah, because yeah. they're funny. Because uh, girls aren't as shallow as boys. All right. But, girls are like, Do you know what? He's not that much of a looker, but yeah. he makes me happy. He says the uh, funniest things. All right. You the, know? the, uh, well, and I don't care if you're 350 pounds of pure muscle. If if you can think and hold a conversation, that says a lot. And if you got a sense of humor, Jesus. Um, but um, my wife is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. She just keeps laughing. She's doing the LOL thing. Oh, she's coming and visiting me. Yeah, I don't care. She's at work, so she's oh. wanting me to come by. See, I run off of. This is late for you. This is like. I've just got up pretty much. Yeah, so I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm getting groupy out here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, any minute, anyways. Uh, I'm going to talk out. Yeah. I'm going to fall asleep on in the studio here, and then I'll be like vulnerable to be taken advantage of. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So I'm going to keep talking. So the I, I was really teased, and then I wanted to gain weight. And I ate and took muscle, everything, and I couldn't gain a freaking pound. Mm. Um, then I hit my 20s and started weightlifting, and then the weight started getting really on. Then I decided to get up like uh, late 30s, 20s to 30s. I was about 210 and big, like muscle. I just worked out like five hours a day. I was horrible. Then now I'm more comfortable with the way I am. I'm still like... I don't know. I still got a good physique. You do too, from running and oh, shit. Thank you. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, we see all, each other with our shirt off. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, still got a belly. Well, I got no pecs, no deltoids. Well, he's just being. He's just being. It's like he's he's got a he's got a good body too, and all he, my body fat is centered right around we're, my we're, belly but, and my butt. But we're lucky. Just don't look at my butt. Because we're we're both in shape enough to where my legs are okay though. Yeah, where we're I think we're better shaped than what most I, people our age. I don't think I have very much body fat on my legs at all. They're pretty Probably. solid. My my I legs were like else, in the middle. when I was doing a lot of miles, man, my legs were titans. But now they're fine. They're not too birdie. They are towards my calves, but what do you do? Anyways, thanks for listening to our... Oh, so body's dysmorphia. (laughs) Once it changed from that, my brain had to find another one. And for some reason, it locked onto that every time I shaved. But I always had a goatee or always had something. Oh, yeah. But then it became the hiding, like I could hide behind it or whatever. But that's how I know I'm pulling out or whatever is i start i can look in the mirror and be like hey you handsome devil you who are you seeing tonight <clears throat> well you and then all the lotion comes in and uh, i'll spare you 
And then your wife is like, how long are you going to take in the bathroom? I'm scared. Sorry. Yeah. I was watching Netflix yeah. on my phone. Uh, Don't take your phone into the bathroom again. And quit calling yourself handsome. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you sleeping with yourself? Shut up. I am who I am. You know what? Everybody sleeps with themselves. Yeah, it's true. So if you're ever feeling lonely, you can join us on the side of the road where you can go sleep with yourself. Yeah. Everybody sleeps with themselves. Everybody's gay, I guess. Yep. yep. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye.